Hello and welcome to my second podcast episode. I want to thank everyone who listened to my first episode and showed it some love. The thing that gets me excited is when I hear that you shared it with someone special. So please continue sharing. Sharing is caring after all. Today I want to begin the conversation about safe sex because that is one topic that I think is not discussed enough. Yet we all assume our partners know all about it, only to find out later that they don't. First, let's talk about STIs, or sexually transmitted infections. STIs were formerly known as STDs, or sexually transmitted diseases. The medical community thought that infections sounded less deadly and scary, so they made the change. But the truth is, some STIs can in fact lead to death. Today's episode is about HPV, or human papillomavirus, also known as genital warts. This is the most common STI, and 50% of infections affect people in their late teens and early 20s. There are many strains of HPV that can lead to genital warts or cancer. HPV is a virus that is spread by vaginal, anal, or oral sex with a positive partner. The scary part is that a positive partner can pass this along even when they have no symptoms. And even scarier, you can be a carrier and develop symptoms years later, so it is hard to know when and with whom you were exposed. What is less commonly known is that HPV can cause cancer years later and can affect, get this, the vulva, vagina, uterus, penis, anus, and throat. And listen to this. There is no test that exists to screen for HPV and find out a person's status, and no approved HPV test to find HPV in the mouth or throat. The only test that exists for HPV is a screening test that is sometimes performed by a gynecologist when also performing a routine pap smear. However, it is used at the discretion of the doctor and is only used if the doctor suspects that the patient may have HPV. The problem with that is that many people, men and women, will not experience any symptoms at all of HPV. Not all strains of HPV cause genital warts, which are the most obvious symptoms. The CDC says that HPV is so common that almost every sexually active person will get HPV at some point if they are not vaccinated. Isn't that shocking? Well, there is some good news. There is a vaccine for HPV. It is recommended for preteens and young adults because they believe this age group has the least exposure. But I say, ask your doctor if you can get it too, no matter your age. The vaccine protects us from the most common strains that lead to cancer and genital warts. The vaccine is also licensed for boys and men 9 to 26 years old, so ask your doctor and protect yourself. As much as this is no fun to talk about, it is important to talk to your partner about STIs, whether you are in a long-term relationship or not. Remember that no common test exists for HPV, so you never can know if your partner or yourself has HPV unless your gynecologist tested for it or you're a virgin. Often there are no symptoms, so don't forget to always use protection with a partner, whether new or old, until you've discussed the risks of sex without protection. Condoms don't just help protect against pregnancy, they can also protect us from STIs. No matter what, sex is risky given this information, so talk about the risks and consider what risks you are willing to take before you move forward. So, how 
do we broach this subject with our partners? I recommend practicing talking about STIs with a trusted friend. You can practice what you might say to your partner. Before having sex, partners should discuss the use of condoms and other prophylactic devices that can minimize the spread of infections. Condoms can lower the risk of getting HPV, but the only true way to prevent getting it is avoiding all sexual activity. Well, that's no fun. And we all know that pushing abstinence is not helpful. So I say, educate yourself, talk to your partner, proceed with protection, and most importantly, enjoy yourself. Let's talk. Honesty is always the best policy and being direct and clear about your boundaries will foster respect from your partner. Never push your partner to do something that they don't wanna do. Encourage conversation. Don't be afraid of rejection. If your partner rejects your boundaries, you don't want them anyway. There is no shame in discussing sex or STIs. Knowing the facts can give you confidence in your discussion. You can visit cdc.org for more information to get your facts straight. It is always a smart practice to get tested together with your partner before having sex. Having test results will help the conversation, but remember that not all STIs are routinely screened for, including the one we have been discussing, HPV. Plan ahead what you want to say to your partner. Sometimes writing it down can help. Practicing what you want to say with a trusted friend can also help. I personally have a couple of friends I talk to about just about everything. Make sure to listen to your partner's point of view and be calm. Present your information in a factual way. It may be awkward or nerve-wracking, but protecting yourself and hopefully avoiding STI transmission should be motivation to have that conversation. I personally think that people are going to have sex, whether in relationships or not, married or not, serious relationships or not. So in order to protect ourselves, we need to open our mouths and say, do you have a condom? And ladies, just because your partner may not have one, that is not an excuse to proceed without one. Ladies, make sure you always carry protection yourself. Sex is one of the most beautiful gifts that we have as humans because our bodies were built for pleasure. So have fun, but be sure to protect yourself and wrap it up. Remember that oral sex is also a risk, so discuss the risk with your partner. The reason I chose HPV as my first topic is because it is the most common STI, yet there are no screening tests for it. Do not be fooled by the standard STI screening. These screenings do not cover HPV and other STIs that are less commonly known. I encourage you to get vaccinated, man or woman, for HPV and talk to your doctor if you are outside the recommended age. Any sexually active person can benefit from getting vaccinated. Now, let's talk about pleasure and creating a safe space for giving and receiving it. Once you've had a conversation and all parties are confident with their choice to proceed, remember that there is so much more to sex than just penetration alone. Our entire bodies have pleasure nerve endings and we should explore all of the pleasure we can. Foreplay does not just 
equal oral sex and nipple play. Explore unexpected ways of pleasuring yourself or your partner, such as a scalp massage or foot rub. Use massage oil to rub your partner's body and let them do the same for you. Use the tips of your fingers to run your hands along all parts of your partner's body, avoiding the genitals at first. This builds anticipation. Take your time. It takes time to get aroused and get the senses heightened. Use mood lighting. I suggest switching out a bulb in your bedroom for a colored one such as red or blue. Light a candle and put on perfume. Don't rush it and enjoy every delicious moment. Keep in mind that it takes a man on average three to six minutes to reach orgasm in partnered penetrative sex. But it takes a woman at least 25 minutes or more. And what is less commonly known is that a woman almost always requires stimulation of the clitoris to come. That means that they require stimulation externally of the clitoris, or some women can come with a combination of penetration and clitoral stimulation together. Only three to 5% of women can come from penetration alone. So ladies, don't forget, don't be afraid to get out your vibrator and help yourself along especially for a woman to get sufficiently aroused to come. In addition, after the man climaxes, which generally happens first, don't forget that you can keep going and you should if your partner is not sufficiently satisfied. Don't be afraid to ask for more, ladies. Pull out those toys and explore using them with your partner. The majority of people want to please their partners and watch them have mind-blowing orgasms that they helped create. If you are interested in ways to protect yourself during oral sex, visit my website, pleaseme.online, and learn more about an innovative product that will be coming your way soon. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like and subscribe and, and share it with your friends. Visit my website, pleaseme.online, and fill out the questionnaire to help pick out my next spicy topic of conversation. Until next time.